What's going on, Caps fans? It's me, the Hockey Troll. And I am getting bitched at by by, by our sponsors for not uh, saying our DraftKings uh, <laughs> ad read early enough. So here it goes. But first, I have to tell you, we are going to be talking about having our segments today in this episode. We are going to talk about how I hate everybody on social media, except for the people that follow uh, us at Caps Trip. Love you guys. Um <clears throat> And Polly is going to be talking about free agency surprises. But first, DraftKings Sportsbook is not only my favorite sportsbook, but also America's top-rated sportsbook. Speaking of America, our top athletes are over in Tokyo competing for the gold, and DraftKings is a medal-worthy offer just for our listeners. Listen to this great offer. Place any pre-event wager of $1 to be eligible to cash $100 in free credits if America wins any medal this year. That's 100 to 1 odds on an American athlete to stand on the podium and receive gold, silver, or bronze this week. 100 to 1 odds on an offer like this doesn't come around often, so sign up for DraftKings Sportsbook now to get in on all the action. I love using DraftKings Sportsbook. It is easy to navigate, has plenty of instructions for new betters, and nearly limitless ways to get in on all the action. My friends and family have been loving DraftKings Sportsbook, and I know you will too. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code THPN when you sign up to turn $1 into $100 in free credits if America wins a medal. That's code THPN to turn $1 into $100 in free credits for limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook. That's DraftKings Sportsbook, also home of Daily Fantasy. Use code THPN. Thank us later. It must be 21 or older. New Jersey, Indiana, or PA only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem. Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana, 1-800-9-DEAL-WITH or 1-800-9-WITH-IT. And um, just saying, uh, I, I mean, you know, I was getting bitched at, but at the same time, uh, I love our sponsors and they're amazing. So please don't drop us. <laughs> This is the official Caps Chirp Podcast, proudly a part of the Hockey Podcast Network. Every team, everywhere. What's going on, Caps fans? It's me, the Hockey Troll, and I'm here with that snack, Polly Cupcakes. What's going on, fans and troll? Are we going to get dropped by DraftKings for me saying they're bitching at us? I don't know. I think they've probably got tougher feelings than that. <laughs> of course they do because they're awesome and they have daily fantasy. Use code THPN and uh, get the app now. Sportsbook. Do it. DraftKings Sportsbook. THPN. Do it. Do it now. So talking about the Olympics. Um, yeah. You know, uh, you think the women's team's going to get the soccer gold? I'm, I do. I have been so busy with work and this house that I'm working on that I've had, I mean, no time to, I barely, I've barely watched some volleyball and it sucks. Watched a couple of golf highlights. I did not real. Okay. <laughs> this is probably fucked up, but I didn't realize that golf was an Olympic sport. Did you know that? 
Um, I did, but the main reason I did was because last Olympics, when the Zika virus was rampant and there were people dropping out, um, maybe it was Jordan Spieth Mm -hmm. dropped out um, because one of the uh, possible effects of Zika was infertility. And he had said that he and his wife were, you know, wanting a family in the future. And so he dropped out to avoid causing himself issues in the future for his family. Um, before that, I didn't really know that golf was an Olympic sport. So that news headline is why I knew. Interesting. Yeah. I did. I had no idea. I had no idea. Um, but I saw one, I saw Rory, uh, dunk like an incredible putt from like 25 feet. It was pretty cool. Um, other than that, I've just been kind of, you know, Polly, you were talking about how uh, you haven't been able to to have some in person interaction. If you golfed more, you would get both nature, drinking, like degenerateness and degenerateness. That's that's a word I just coined, um, and some one on one boys time with me and whoever whatever friends we bring. Yeah, I mean, really, it's uh, a three-in-one situation. It's it's foolish of me not to utilize it more often. Uh, the word you're looking for is debauchery. <laughs> yeah, right, debauchery. Yes, that would that would be what we would be doing. And you know, look, you might it might grab hold of you in the sense of uh, becoming unhealthily addicted to it, like I am. Um, I mean, I gave you a whole set of clubs, so you have no excuse. For now, yeah, um, you know I have two sets of clubs right now, and I paid zero dollars for either one. <laughs> and uh, you know I definitely want to get on a few more times before it gets cold. Uh, not that that stops you, but right. um, yeah, I I believe uh, an organization that I'm in, the Ancient Order of Hibernians, which is for uh, m- uh, men of Irish descent living in America. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, uh, they have a golf scramble at some point. So I might be, might be hopping on that and yeah, I'd like to get out there more with you for sure. Do they allow Koreans into your, uh, <coughs> Korean Americans into your golf scramble? Um, well, they, they would allow you in the scramble, I believe. Um, I don't think you meet the requirements for joining the group. Oh, brutal. I mean, I can show my 23andMe where I'm like 100% Korean. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, absolutely not Irish. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. Absolutely. So, yeah. That's probably a thing. Uh, maybe I shouldn't show him that. Maybe I should just show him the the elite power athlete uh, muscle composition thing. And yeah. That'd like, probably, probably sway their opinion. Like, Whoa, this guy might beat us up if we don't let him in. Yeah, right. Oh shit. All right. After that dumb shit, let's let's get some drinks in us, huh? Yeah. One, two, three. All right, Capstans. Well today, like I said, we're gonna be talking about how I hate everyone on social media and Polly has a little bit more of a relevant uh relevant topic and, and what's my what's the biggest surprise in free agency for him? So, you know, I'm pretty I'm pretty pumped for this. 
Uh, I like going on rants, and I'm probably going to go on a little bit of one here soon. But, um, but yeah, I guess we could just get into it. What do you think, Polly? Yeah, man. This is the Hockey Troll Hip Check. It's such a bop, dude. That my 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 theme song. It really is. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I think you could probably throw a rap behind that and uh, become a YouTube star. <laughs> oh man! Um, <clears throat> speaking of which, I did watch something uh, uh, the other day. It's Rediscovering America with friend of the podcast Nick Terrani in it. Have you been? Have you watched any of those? Nick and KB and the Wonton Don. Um, I watched the one where they came to my hometown, Wheeling, West Virginia, uh, which is, you know, Nick and KB's hometown as well. Uh, I haven't tuned into many of the other ones, but I, I'm sure I will. I'll, I'll, I'll catch up on them and binge them a little bit. They actually have like a whole series out where they haven't come to Wheeling on that. I mean, that was one of the bits they did, but like it's since progressed to like going to places in America that are a little bit more, I guess, uh, like they did, they did, uh, non-coastal Florida. (laughs) Oh my God. Oh dude. (laughs) They did, um, uh, the Midwest, something about the Midwest. And then their most recent one was like California. It was pretty good. Uh, they're funny guys. So, you know, I don't really pump up a lot of other podcasts on this, but, but yeah. Anyways, speaking of social media, where Nick got famous on with his like 250k Twitter followers tweeting about random stupid shit about his fake girlfriend. <laughs> yeah, uh, the girlfriend's the girlfriend series is just top notch. Yeah, I mean that's that's peak. And then the sketcher diameter, uh, those are I mean how he would he would take like those uh, hype beasts like shoes, like people who are like, look at my new shoes and just replace them with sketcher diameters. Yeah. <laughs> which, which I, which I feel like you were wearing in one of your Iceland pictures that you shared on social media the other day. Uh, no, those were like, uh, well, it may have been sketcher. I don't know. They were, they were <laughs> like a, a slip on camo, like, uh, I mean, I got them cause they were pretty good walking shoes, but they were pretty ugly. <laughs> yeah. Fucking hideous dude. But Hey, I'm not yeah, man, judge. just, just imagine I, I walked around Iceland for a week in slip on camo shoes. Uh, <laughs> if that doesn't scream American, I don't know what the hell does. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They, they could spot you from a mile away with that lack of, lack of style. Um, yeah. <clears throat> Uh, so, you know, I just, I just want to come out here and say, what the fuck, you know, we always, you know, oddly enough on this podcast, we do encourage civil discourse and you know what, like a year ago I was really like on like, Hey, you know, let's, everybody should be able to like express their opinion and, and, and at least have like some sort of civil discourse about around it. Right. I mean, obviously me being the hockey troll, I'll probably shit on you a little bit, um, or a lot depending on the, the take, but I, and, and I'm, I'm coming out with this and I'm, I, 
I fully understand that I'm going very against brand here, but like whatever happened to civil discourse? How come people aren't fucking talk like just everybody's so mean and and well not just mean but mostly wrong. <laughs> yeah. That's that's just what I you know, you can be mean, but if you're gonna be mean and like show your ass, be fucking right, dude. <laughs> like how many times have you seen just like the most shitty hockey takes on Twitter and you're like where do I even start to shit on this? It's it's almost like if you were to actually – I mean I've stopped commenting on things like this because one, they don't get responded to. And two, I either get blocked or banned or you know whatever. But uh, you know everybody's living in their own echo chamber. But like some of them are just so off the wall. It's like are are we at the point where like our hockey takes are old? Like I know I have an old school view on hockey, but are we old? <laughs> yeah, I honestly I think um probably, you know, and I'm only 29, but uh based on what I look at Twitter, it seems like uh I don't know. Anyone 25 and younger would probably think of my my opinions as archaic and yours as prehistoric. I mean, <laughs> um, yeah, I, we we definitely, I think, are old. Uh, we're old asses when it comes to our opinions on hockey. Yeah, I mean, I just don't – I just – I don't – like the whole Panarin-Tom Wilson thing, like uh, – Anything, anything that ever happens, I'm like, there's people, I just feel like I'm in the minority of like, why are you like this? Why are you, why are you questioning this call or, or why is it like that? I, you know, for the, like the, the big thing, Jake Evans or, or that, that hit that he took, um, I was like, this is fine. <laughs> I mean, a little high, a little high, but like a four game or whatever fucking suspension that uh, Shifley got, ridiculous. Um, Especially yeah. for the playoffs. Um, right. I think, I think given playoff, because in the playoffs, you know, you get lesser because there's less games. Right. Um, I think Shifley should have gotten two games max. I think. Uh, I think one was the perfect place in between well, uh, no. because it was within the parameter of the game. It wasn't really, you know, it, it wasn't a between the whistles thing. It was, you know, yes, he had scored, but it was right before the whistle had happened. I mean, it was, I didn't like the hit particularly, but I also think that the punishment was very incorrect. Yeah. And I mean, he did get the, five minute unreleasable along with him game misconduct. So he got kicked out for this. So, uh, ridiculous. Uh, somebody named Liz Henry has, has said, LOL 69. It is the 69th episode, uh, for us. So nice. Nice. (laughs) Um, Hey, but, she's 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 a big Caps chirp fan. You know, buys yeah. our buys our gear, tweets our stuff. Uh, yeah. You know, 
Thanks, Liz. Kind of a groupie. Kind of a groupie, I think. (laughs) Yeah, a little bit. A little bit. (laughs) That's that's Cupcakes' wife, by the way. We're just over here. (laughs) Yeah. Mrs. Cupcakes. Yeah. Elizabeth Cupcakes Henry. Um, So... I guess, you know, I'm obviously ill-prepared for this and, and haven't had too many examples, but, like, the big thing was is that, like, just reading the comments of this Evander Kane thing is most recently just, like, people are, like... So, first it starts off as, like, well, Evander Kane is a piece of shit, like, good for his wife. And then it's, like, yeah, but, you know, maybe his wife's just, like, a gold digger or, like, maybe his wife's, like, this or that. Uh, and, you know, Evander Kane then comes out with a statement, like, my wife's mentally unstable, like, we're going to get it divorced. And and then you start, like, you know, if you're not sharp enough, you start getting caught and thinking, like, one side or the other. But the reality of it is, is this is just fucking bullshit chatter. This is all accusations at this point. Why don't you let the fucking investigation unfold and then, you know, I mean, you can talk about it. That's fine. So you're right. But, uh, you know, to fight with a stranger on the internet about it, unless it's for, unless it's, that's like what you get off on, but you know, seems kind of pointless. Um, but you know, the, the worst part is there's people out here think like taking hard stances and like demonizing either side. And you're just like, you have no, you have no factual evidence to stand upon here. Other than Evander Kane did file for bankruptcy and there was of the like $40 million that he filed bankruptcy for 1.5 of it was for gambling. Um, I I don't know, man, like a Google, Google search, you know, that thing that you're fucking like furiously punching away and trying to like shit on people on Twitter can also be used to just Google search, uh, five minutes of your life and understand what's going on. Um, you know, just a bunch of other stuff too. I mean, I'm trying to think of something that capsulate. If you, what's the, well, you know, obviously the Tom Wilson thing. Oh my God. I mean, people just need to fucking get off Tom Wilson's nuts. It's, it's, it's become such a bore even to like troll these people anymore. Uh, I, you know, I always drop the St. Thomas card. That's always good. Oh yeah. I mean, it's, I would imagine for people who don't like him, um, it's either funny when they see that St. Thomas meme or they just get enraged by yeah, it. I'm hoping, and, I'm hoping it's enraged. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, back to your previous point, yeah, people are, they're they're forming opinions off of conjecture and rumors and they don't know what's going on and it is ridiculous that people will form such a hard stance on something that they don't know about and the Tom Wilson thing it it's I understand a lot of people you know, don't like the way he plays he gets under people's skin a lot of people hate seeing him play the game. Right. Um, but I think it kind of snowballs. And, you know, the more that people are talking out against it, the more that it's um, – I'm not saying people do it because it's, quote, unquote, the cool thing to not like him. But I think as more people have that opinion, they feel validated, and it kind of, like, subconsciously strengthens their their hatred and their, their speaking out. And it just kind of, like – 
makes it bigger than it is. And I think that's kind of how it's gotten with Tom Wilson. It's just, you know, the more people say it, the more people think it. And it just continues on in that cycle. Right. And then it makes like Caps fans like and supporters of Tom Wilson just like double down on their bullshit, too. You know, like yeah. we do. <laughs> I mean, oh, we honest? we do it. We do it pretty hard. I mean, yeah. I, I'll, I'll be honest. I, I think we we very blindly support Tom Wilson right. on this podcast. And I, I, I will not apologize for that. Yeah, me neither. No, I mean, he's an amazing player. He's, he's a player that uh, the league does not see a lot of success with other, you know, styles of play that Tom Wilson brings to the table. I mean, he is one of the last true power forwards. I, uh, and, you know, you look at like Patrick Maroon, he's kind of a similar guy, but I think Tom Wilson does it better. You know, uh, it's just interesting to see and, and stupid idiots that are that are saying he doesn't deserve to play in the league or anything like that. And I mean, you know, that's that's the far that's the far spectrum of it. But um, yeah, just have some civil discourse. Chill the fuck out. Let's uh, you know, let's um, and then of course, you know, the whole uh, what is it uh, oh, and you know, not to get political or anything, but like, then it turns into like a race discussion with Evander Kane, going back to the Evander Kane thing. Like, uh, oh, well, it's because, you know, he's a person of color as to why the league's taking it so seriously. And it's like, no, I think it's because it's like, there's an accusation that he's gambled again. I mean, they went after Wayne Gretzky and fucking nabbed him over this. I mean, you remember when Wayne Gretzky was a part of that illegal gambling ring with Rick Tockett? It might have been yeah, time, I mean, but. and and I think um, with any organization, whether it's the government or a business like the NHL, yeah, um, when when money is the issue, that is what they're going to enforce the strongest. <laughs> right. I mean, it it doesn't matter who it is, if someone's doing something that is, whether it's reputation or, um or some other type of situation, if it's money related, that seems to be where the attention goes. Yeah, sure. Um, and I don't know. I mean, like I'm not, we're not trying to downplay like the issues of race or anything here, but like to go that route, it's just like, Holy fuck, man. Like somebody's got an ax to grind, you know, about something that's completely, not a you know not com- not about this subject or really hockey in general like yeah I mean I think it that that is a very real issue I just I don't think that's why they're investigating this situation <laughs> exactly exactly right um, yeah so the free and open internet's a fucking dirty disgusting stupid place yeah it really is. Uh, you know, it's, it's nice that people have a voice, but, uh, you know, there's a lot of voices that a lot of us don't want to hear. <laughs> yeah. Or the add nothing to the conversation, um, except vitriol. But, uh, speaking of which follow us on Twitter and, uh, Instagram <laughs> and Facebook. Uh, we're all, we only, we only tweet about cool shit. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, everything we say is right. Right, exactly. We're we're right, and anybody else disagrees, you should definitely just demonize them. You know, 
and they're not they're subhuman basically right you know and this whole thing goes back to that uh stick figure meme of a guy sitting at the computer and you know there's a text bubble honey come on come to bed and he's <laughs> saying back to his spouse uh oh i i can't there's somebody I have to prove somebody wrong on the internet or yeah. I have to argue with someone who's wrong on the internet. Yeah. And that, I mean, that really sums it up. Like how many times can we just scroll on instead of adding fuel to this fire that we don't really need to add fuel to. Right. Because people need to remember that bad press is still press. There's no such thing as bad press, right? I mean, bad press is still good press. So any attention that you give yeah. somebody or something that isn't that you don't agree with or is negative, like any retweets, things like that, is still just propagating that idea in some way, shape, or form. Yeah, it really is. It's a it's a tough choice to make. You know, do you do you uh, do you retort or do you ignore it? And uh, you know the in, the instinct is to retort, but you know the retort just like you said, just beefs them up. Right. Absolutely. Fucked up world we live in. Yeah. <laughs> All right. That's my shitty segment for for this week. Uh, let's get on to yours, which is actually good, because I'm a little hungry, too. All right. Mmm. It's snack time with Polly Cupcakes. <laughs> All right, Polly, feed me. All right, so um, you know, um, we're we're uh, by the time this airs, we're eight days into free agency, and as we record on Sunday night, I'm just, you know, I'm I'm interested to hear who your biggest surprise is, and I'll go first with mine, if of free agency, and I think it's Dougie Hamilton. Um, you know, I'm I'm looking at it, and you know, he's older than I thought he was. He's he's 28 years old. Uh, he's got 607 games played. He obviously is a very big name. Uh, he's had a lot of success with Carolina. I wouldn't. I would have expected at some point they would give him the C. They, the team, and he made it seem like they were interested in making it happen. But uh, lo and behold. You know, he takes a big pay pay increase and in term to go to New Jersey. Um, you know, that New Jersey has they're showing some promise. They've got some some nice young guys. They are building up a little bit. They've got former cap Jonas Siegenthaler. Um, they've still got PK Subban, who I think has a few years left in in the tank of being valuable, even though he's not quite what he used to be. They they got the Hughes brothers, Nico Hirscher. Um, you know they they've got guys, but I really just thought that if Dougie was going to leave Carolina, it was going to be for someone who isn't what I think five years away from having a real shot. You know maybe maybe he tries to go to somewhere like Florida or even Dallas. You know teams that seem a little closer to the ultimate goal. 
So, you know, um, and just real quick, uh, I'm pretty surprised Kyle Palmieri hasn't been signed yet. I would think the Islanders want to bring him back, but um, I'm not completely sure. Um, but, you know, back to back to Dougie, it's just surprising that was his choice. And I got to think that it's mainly for the paycheck. Well, he's think? also close to New York, which has a lot of museums. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, Dougie. Dougie Hamilton, confirmed museum guy. <laughs> um, I, I think that's a good one. I, I, I think that – so New Jersey is clearly moving on from their old ways, right? Like they're, they're moved on from Zajac and Paul Mary. Um, they're in for the young guys, and I think that he's really going to provide – like he may be looking at a C in – well, maybe – in uh, in New Jersey, or or at least in A. Um, they needed help on the blue line. I think a veteran blue liner is probably key to any successful team. So, I I take it. Um, and but I I do I agree. I mean, you'd think he'd go to like a contender, like now, right? Because he's older. Yeah, I mean he's he's still got years on him but he's in the the back half of his prime yeah and here's the thing i think with defensemen 30 is a good prime for them right like so forwards they're probably a little bit more strung out by 28 but for a defenseman who who really needs to understand like the flow and feel and, and the intelligence of the game like become a little bit more adult um i find that defensemen have a little bit longer a, a more maybe not longer shelf life but a later blossoming shelf life. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah, it really does. Yeah. Um, and so I guess, I'll, but yes, it is a bit of a surprise. I think it's a good pickup by the devils by any means. I mean, you're getting oh, yeah. his entire prime. I mean, let's say he, he starts going on the downward slide around 34, 35. You still got him for that all those years. You know? Yeah. True. So he'll be like 36, 35 by the time this contract ends. Like, and then maybe he can sign a couple of years somewhere else. But, uh, you know, there's a few that stick out to me. I mean, Brandon Sod for five years, like I get it. Um, it's like $4 million a year and he's kind of stabilized there. Like, so I kind of, kind of give that. And for refresh my memory, did Philip Grubauer get picked by Seattle? Or did they they traded for him? Didn't they? they? No, he was a UFA. They picked uh, him up after the draft. So that that uh, surprised me a little bit. Uh, it benefited the Caps. Don't get me wrong, but that was a bit of a surprise for sure. You know, I think Gruby's good, but I thought that they were. I mean, he was such he was loved in fan favorite in the in Colorado. Uh, you know. You would think Sackick would know the value of having like a lights out goaltender in which Grubauer is, uh, you know, was a Vesna candidate this year, you know, um, you'd think that he'd know after playing with Wa for so many years. Um, and then, you know, another one of note for me is, you know, I'm just going to go back to it. Like Patrick Line, man, 
how is he not signed long term right now? Like crazy. That's uh, it's not so much that he got signed to the Blue Jackets again, but it's just that he they only signed him for one year and they're basically giving him a year long trial for seven point five mil. Uh, I'd say he's worth seven point five mil for eight. To be completely honest, like you lock a oh, guy yeah. like that in, I feel. You know, you lock him into it's seven point five for eight, and he scores over 40 goals one of those years, I think you win that entire deal. The team does. Yeah, definitely. Um, You know, Tony D'Angelo to the Hurricanes, that on a personal level, I feel is weird because, you know, I get they're kind of rebellious and whatnot, but I feel like, you know, because <clears throat> Rod the Bod Brindamore has got to have his hands in, in this at least a little bit on a, you know, whether the GM ultimately does it or not is up to, is, is up to the GM there, but you'd think they'd consult with the head coach, right? Yeah, I would think so. I mean, that he's going to be the one dealing with them. Right. So you'd think that like Brendamore, who's a big, in- I feel like he's just like a really big about working hard, integrity, you know, doing the right things. I just don't see Tony D'Angelo being that guy. And, you know, again, I don't know Tony D'Angelo personally. I don't know. I don't follow him closely his career. Um, but just doesn't, doesn't seem like that's a fit, dude. You know? Yeah, totally. I mean, I, yeah, based on what's going on, I don't think anything is a fit and uh, definitely not Carolina. Yeah. And, just like the only the only thing that maybe they're going for is because they got him so cheap, and it's still a million dollars. But if this dude would just shut his fucking pie hole, he probably would be making like six, seven, five at least on a team. Because he's a he's got a an incredible upside on the offensive side. He drives play. He's a, he's not that great defensively being a defenseman, but he's definitely one of those offensive defensemen, sort of like. John Carlson esque, just probably worse in the shutdown role. Yeah, I mean that that hits the nail on the head. If he would just shut his mouth, he'd be a very valuable asset to any squad. And right. um, you know, if he if he changes his ways, maybe he'll have a you know he'll have a future. You know, if he he plays well this year and keeps his mouth shut, that um. You know that's a possibility, but yeah, I mean that definitely that's that's a very big surprise that anyone took a a chance on him. But I mean, this circles back to Dougie Hamilton. You lose a guy like that, maybe Carolina's feeling pretty desperate, and they're they're thinking, you know, he he suffered his consequences, and we're going to give him a second chance. I mean, yeah, that, or fifth chance I mean, in his case. Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, you know, may that might just be their justification in their brain for it, but. Uh, yeah, it's it's quite a surprise that he did get signed, especially in the off season. You know, it it it'd make more sense if he was like a desperation signing during the season, right? Than in the off season, right as free agency opens. Yeah, and you know that's a young that's a young locker room, man. There's like some probably pretty impressionable young guys on that team in Carolina. Uh, and you know they're getting older as a core. But you saw that, like, 
the way that Tony D'Angelo left New York was for being a fucking dickhead to his teammates. Yeah. And he's an older guy now. You hope he comes in and like is somewhat of a leader or at least like falls in line. And I just don't see it. I do not see that with Carolina. I just, I just feel like that's a cancer in the locker room. Um, but I would say finally, the one thing, the last one that, that I'll say is a bit surprising was uh, Ryan Getzloff for one year for 4.5. I mean, Anaheim just doesn't give a fuck. They're just like, fuck, you know. Right. It, it, that that was just a straight up uh, pass performance play, it seemed. And that's expensive. I mean, I get it's one year. Who cares? And they're not going for anything this year. Uh, and they're not going to get anything out of Getzlaff. But I don't know. Tough call, right? Yeah, I mean, it's. I think it's past performance plus member berries. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Right. Like, you, you know, he's been captain for so long and, you know, I guess we got to spin to the floor anyways, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you got you to get there, right? Um, right. I, I do have to make a correction. It looks like, I don't know if it's been announced yet, but it looks like Kyle Palmieri will re-sign with the Islanders. Okay. I just I don't think it's official as of Sunday night, the uh August first. But uh yeah, uh Getzlav getting that kind of money, it I hadn't thought about it, but getting to the, the floor, maybe that is part of the motivation. Right. So, you know, it's good for him to get that last year paid, but interest I'll I'll be interested to see what, what this what the season holds for Getzloff and like what happens next season with him. I would guarantee, I could almost guarantee he's not going to make four or five anywhere. No, it is with the nowhere else. Yeah. No matter what happens. So, but yeah, I, I definitely the most exciting free agency with the, I mean, you've got flat cap, you've got post COVID uh, performances to take care of. And you've got the, Seattle cracking coming in free agency this year has been an absolute shit show and you know, I'm here for it. I love to see all this movement. You know, you, you don't, you always want to see exciting stuff. I, as far as a caps fan goes and the caps side of thing, things, um, we, we knew this was going to be a boring free agency, free agency, no matter what, because we have no flexibility here. Like we have our core, We've had him for the past decade. Uh, you're not really going to be changing anything there. You know Ovechkin's up for his contract. Five years, nine and a half. Perfect. Now that we're locked in, you know, we you may see if, if the if the Capitals are involved in more than like one or two more moves that are headline worthy. So like top four, top six changes or potential top four, top six type changes. I would be... I would be incredibly surprised. The only question mark for me is Kuznetsov. That's the only thing. And it looks right now is he's going to remain a cap. Uh, you know, there's been a lot of chatter about Eichel. And I'm sure he'd do well with the caps, maybe. I don't know. I don't think he exactly fits the system. But he would be a close comparison, probably a better version of Kuznetsov, wouldn't you think? 
like more consistent at least. Oh yeah, he would. Uh, he'd be a very good replacement for yeah. Kuznetsov, and uh, yeah, he may not fit the system, you know, like a glove, but he's definitely a good enough player that he'll he'll make it work. Yeah, and you know what the hell we'd have to give up for him is insane, and the Sabers are being stingy about it. But, <clears throat> I mean, if they give him like three first round picks or a fir- like two first round picks, like. I'd be okay with that. I don't think that's what they're going to do. I think that they need basically a replacement for Eichel. So maybe a Kuznetsov and like a first, a second, and a third, plus maybe another player. Jesus. Who knows? Yeah. Um, <laughs> what I saw, like somebody tweeted, and I forget who it was. And this is probably going back to my segment a little bit, but it was like Kuznetsov, Schultz, LaPierre, and like a first and a second. Oh my god. That's the farm. That's the whole farm, dude. What are you talking about? Is it really worth that? Do you hate Kuznetsov that much? Uh, I think that this is maybe just a lot of... And from what Brian McClellan's been saying, uh, as of recent, you know, he came out and was like, dude, we never said like we're going to trade Kuznetsov. We just said that like... We'd be open to it, and obviously we've had some frustrations with him lately. You know, he's kind of he's kind of backpedaling a little bit. But the best thing that the Caps can do is get 2018 Kuznetsov back. Yeah, that I mean that would be best case scenario, ideal lookout NHL. Right. Exactly. So who knows? Who knows? Who knows? We'll see. Um, but. That's what I'd like to see because, you know, I like Kuznetsov. I think he's a good player. I think he's a, you know, maybe a little troubled, had some issues, but who knows uh, how he's going to uh, recover from this, right? Yeah. All right. So is that it? I mean, do you have anything else to add about uh, about super surprises here? I mean, just the, the, the whole – Free agency in mass has been surprising, but mm-hmm. I love the action. Yeah, me too. It's uh, it's been entertainment, entertaining, and I look forward to hopefully some more worthy headlines. Absolutely, absolutely. All right, man. Well, Caps fans, thanks for tuning in for our quote unquote thing pieces. I know we've rambled on long enough. So uh, if you like the podcast, please rate us five stars only. Five stars only. And until next week, have a great weekend. Talk Drill Poly Cupcakes, signing off. Hey, Caps fans. Thanks for tuning in to the official Caps Drill Podcast, repping the greatest team in the NHL. Follow me, the Hockey Troll, at Hockey Trolling on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And follow me, Polly Cupcakes, at Cupcake Polly on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. And follow the show's handle, at Caps Chirp, on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. Special thanks to the Hockey Podcast Network, at HockeyPodNet on social, and thehockeypodcastnetwork.com. The Hockey Podcast Network, every team, everywhere. Check them out, or we're not friends anymore.